everyone. Mark Abrams here, and let's. Uh, I got on the line a man who this Saturday night will be making his return to the ring after uh, about a was about four or five year absence. Uh, uh, three and a half. Three and a half year absence. Joe Fournier, who takes on reggaeton star Raycon as far as the Triller Club pay per view uh, Saturday night. Uh, Joe, how you doing today? I'm great. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fresh. Uh, great camp. No injuries. Uh, Ten weeks of hard work. And uh, I'm ready to show him what a real boxing fight is. It's a, it's a good segue. Uh, obviously, you're 8-0, eight knockouts. You have much experience in the ring. And now you're fighting a, a guy who's a singer. I mean, uh, I read some things uh, about how this fight came about. Is what I read true that this happened a little a little bumping bumping into each other in, in, in a nightclub in Miami? Is that what happened? Uh, it was a restaurant, actually. Restaurant. Yeah, we. Uh, so I'd already signed to fight with Trilla on the Fight Club, a different opponent, and then um, yeah, there was a there was a pretty girl that was smiling at me. I went over to get her phone number, <laughs> and then he he took offense to that. It wasn't even his girlfriend. She wasn't even with him. I don't know why he took offense. I still don't know why. But it's landed him a fight with me, and uh, you know I, I feel pretty confident that I'm gonna I'm gonna you know show show him what's up some fireworks. But um, the disappointing part is never got the girl's number. <laughs> oh, oh wow! Maybe because because he's still it's amazing. I've been in a million nightclubs over the years. I've seen all or restaurants and nightclubs. I've seen this happen a million times. Yeah. Usually the, usually the guys go outside, they fight, they may get arrested. You guys are actually getting paid for this. Uh, well, you know, it was he, he, he only, it was me and my lawyer, and he had 20 of his friends. So, I mean, I had no chance against 20 people, right? But uh, at the end of the day, I sent him a DM, and I said, look, where I'm from in England, we do this one-on-one. So uh, let's get it on. Did you know who this guy was? No idea. So you just thought he was just some guy just trying to trying to be smart in, in, in a restaurant, huh? Yeah, because I get that a lot as well. When people sort of do recognize me, and they they all want to test themselves against a fighter, you know. And I'm not that way inclined at all. I never, I don't get into street fights. I'm not trying to be a tough guy. I'm not insecure about that. So you, so again, if you watch the videos back, first time he pushes me, I turn around and I ask her, "Is that your boyfriend?" And she says, "No." So I just ignore him. I don't even react to being pushed. It's just the second time was a bit harder, and then obviously I realized I had a little problem on my hands. I wonder if she'll be watching on Saturday night. Well, she's watching. Saturday <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, so uh, obviously, like you said, you were you were already coming back. You were signed to fight on Triller at some point, and this 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 thing just fell into place, huh? Yeah, they they uh, had swapped out the opponent, and uh, look for me. It doesn't really matter who my opponent is. I fight for myself. I fight for my mental health, staying, staying, uh, you know, sharp and healthy, and um, achieving memories that I can talk to my grandkids about. You know, that's why I fight. Uh, I'm, I'm 38, as you know, so um, you know I have one to five, six fights left in me. You know, depending on uh, if I keep winning and the body holds up. So um, it's really quite irrelevant who I'm fighting. Whether it's Raycon, I've sparred 100 rounds. I've taken it really seriously. And, you know, it's quite ironic in this scenario because I've never been the favorite and I've never been the one that's kind of the bully of the matter. I'm always called the guy that's not good enough because of my background in business going to boxing. They're like, he's not really that good. He's terrible. Now I'm too good. So <laughs> you can never please the uh, you can never please everyone. Um, and, uh, 
it's just nice to just be fighting again. You know, I still got to lace up my boots. I still got to put the gloves on and fight in front of the camera, which is not an easy feat. If people have done it before, they, they should know. And uh, it's still a 185 pound man with a chip on his shoulder trying to punch me in the face. So <laughs> it's a fight at the end of the day, more of a real street fight than a boxing fight, perhaps, but still got to put him away. And um, the plan is to continue to fight. So I got to put Wayne style. Otherwise, no one's going to want to watch a boring six rounder to points with a reggaeton star. So I still got to perform. Like you said, you're used to you know going through camps, training with trained professional fighters, being in the ring with professional fighters. You expect this guy just to like just come out swinging, being being almost like like a crazy thing. I mean, I don't know how much technique or pure boxing ability that this guy you know could possibly bring to you on Saturday night. Well, you know, I don't know if he's like a southpaw or orthodox. Yeah, yeah that's uh, true. You, you know, I don't know what he's going to bring. So what I've been doing, because um, I trained for myself really and to be the best I can be, and I also had in the back of my mind, if I pull out a good performance, there's a fight in Miami on June the 5th with Triller. So I'd love to be on that. And obviously, the, with Triller, you never know who they're going to put in the ring with. I might be fighting Amanda Holyfield or, uh, you know, some legend or you're fighting a musician or whoever so i just trained really hard for it the only thing i did slightly differently that i don't normally do is i sparred some bare knuckle guys uh not bare knuckle with, with sparring gloves on but that style so guys that switch stance in the middle of throwing punches they come at you square more of a street fighting style guys i fight i fought some i sparred some military guys boxing military boxing team tough tough durable guys you know um some mma fighters just to give me a variety really southpaws orthodox uh and then some really good straight up boxers you know that are down at this fifth street gym training anyway so uh i had a good good camp you know i was the first month was hard it's been three and a half years from getting you know punched in the face three times a week, you know, just waking up knowing it's sparring day when you're still bruised up from the last sparring day. It takes a few weeks to get back into it. I, I know. I'm know. I was, I was sorry. I was going to say, I know you have a manager, but you're right around that Jake Paul weight. So uh, does, does, does that excite you maybe? Or maybe if you put on a good performance and knock this guy out the way maybe he knocked out Nate Robinson, is that something that would interest you? Yeah, I mean, he, he's around 190-ish. You said this is yeah. 185. That's yeah. something that, that, that may, has that been talked about maybe? Yeah, it's been in all the newspapers. I've, I've made it pretty clear that I won that fight. I think BJ had spoken out, uh, to David Hay about it, saying mm -hmm. that he wanted to fight me. And uh, and then I, when I reacted so positively towards the news, they uh, changed their mind. So uh, I've not let it go. He called me an old man and... And as I said before, is I lost my virginity when he was minus one. He wasn't even a sperm. So I think he needs to respect his elders, and I need to teach him a lesson. Actually, calling you an old man, that's like the nicest thing he's called people uh, by, by reading some of the stuff that, that he said. Uh, I just want to talk about you for a minute. Obviously, your story's out there. You're a very successful businessman. You own the, the, the health clubs. You train a lot of the grade A, type A celebrities. And, you know, you, you did it. You had a nice 8 0 pro career. You, you had a good thing going outside the ring. Well, why why uh, now is the time to give this uh, another run at it? Uh, you know, I felt like I was kind of losing my uh, way, you know, in health mentally. My mom was a bit ill last year uh, and she's recovered, thankfully. So and I was just, you know, just kind of going back to my old habits of 10 years ago where I was eating too much, drinking too much. And um, when I was in Dubai, actually, I was in the boxing gym there, uh, down there. 
and a few of the MTK, uh, you know, global guys were there, and I met with some of the bosses, and they said, "Look, man, you still you can still fight, and regardless of your age, you you got a you're 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 a good brand that we can really build up." They made me feel like I'm a world champion, you know, although I'm not. And just that they didn't care about what everyone said because it, you know, one thing people don't realize about the media. I've learned to shut out the most of it, but it's hurtful. You know, you do a camp for 10 weeks. Then at the end, you're either terrible or you're great, right? Yeah. Or you're too good or you bribed everyone or you're, you're a fraud. You don't have any money, you know? They never make up their mind. One minute I'm rich, one minute I'm poor, one minute I'm too good, one minute I'm too bad. So in the end, you kind of think that like, Jesus, is this really worth it? But with MTK, they just said to me, look, we don't care what anyone thinks. We have your back all the way to the top. So we want you fine. We want you fine regularly. We want you fine in England, in America, in uh, Dubai. You know, we're all we're everywhere to have their fights, and that kind of little motivation really meant a lot to me, and it really made me feel part of a big family. And um, that's what really spurred me on to go. You know what? Let let me. I got a bit of unfinished big business with the boxing world, and with Triller, it's kind of me, right? It's that hybrid of a. You know, pro fighter mixed with an entrepreneur, mixed with kind of a, you know, like a, a small time entertainment person. Um, so it's kind of fallen at the right time with the right brand. It, all the all the stars align. So you need a bit of luck in this world. And uh, here I am fighting a reggaeton star, you know, uh, with Justin Bieber singing. I mean, <laughs> who, who can who can say they've done that? And Snoop Dogg broadcasting. Right. You know, <laughs> Snoop Dogg's a hero of mine. He's played in a few of my nightclubs before. I love the guy personally. I think he's a great man. And uh, it's just great to be a part of uh, the show and hopefully a few more. Obviously, you've been around the game for a while, being that, you know, you eight no eight knockouts. What do you think of the concept of kind of like putting it all in a mixing bowl with the entertainment, the uh, the UFC versus the the, uh, the YouTube guy, Steve Cunningham, former world champion, fighting a former UFC heavyweight champion, Frank Mira, a little bit for everybody. What, what do you think of the, the, the whole uh, thriller, uh, I guess, blueprint? Well, first, I want to say something is all those guys you just mentioned, Frank Mir, Steve Cunningham, Ben Askren, um, they couldn't have been nicer guys. I was at the press conference with them, all lovely guys. So mm -hmm. It's very hard for me to choose, you know, but I, I want them all to do well, uh, which isn't possible, but they're good people. I think just, um, I, I think it's the way forward, to be honest with you. I think uh, Mayweather and McGregor touched on it, where they you just saw this huge call for people wanting people to cross over. Obviously, with MMA, it's a bit harder because the jujitsu skill is so unique, and that ground and pound is so obsolete for us boxers that it would always have to be MMA people coming into the ring, which is a bit unfair on them. Uh, when you know that the head movement, only having to worry about punches when they have to worry about several other dimensions. But at the end of the day, it makes for an exciting fight because look. Steve Cunningham is a world champion boxer, but Frank Mir is 60 pounds heavier. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's a tough guy. I wouldn't want to have a barber with Frank Mir, so mm -hmm. it's hard to choose. Same thing with Jake and Ben. You know, like Jake's an up-and-coming prospect, fighting a you know guy on the end of his career in MMA who's no not known for his striking. What's, people ask me what's going to happen. I'm like, I really don't know. You know, obviously from my side, um, I like Ben. You know, as a personality, who was nicer to me. <laughs> uh, but obviously, if Jake wins, then I get to potentially fight Jake. So there's a bit of selfishness where I want Jake to win. But also, I want Ben to win because he's a person who was very welcoming. And he's more of a legend in the fight game than me. 
So, uh, you know, to, to be take so much time out at the press conference to be so friendly and kind, that was nice. So I appreciated that. So it's hard. And then you get Progress and Red Catch, which is, you know, a proper fight. And those guys are real deals. And, I mean, I used to train with Josh Taylor back in England mm-hmm. at David Hayes' gym. And, I mean, Progress to even go that that many rounds with Josh Taylor just shows how world class he is because Josh yeah. Taylor ain't no joke and you see him putting everyone away really easy and then he's a wonderful guy as well so I think the future is this is, is, is to answer your question I think adding the entertainment musical on top of it it really encapsulates so many aspects of what people want to see all in one pay-per-view as opposed to just watching an authentic pound for pound two top champions which can be a bit boring if you're not a boxing fan um, I, I assume that uh, if they haven't started yet, you'll be getting a lot of them later in the week, a lot of uh, texts of encouragement from some of your celebrity clients. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've had a lot of people uh, wish me thanks. And uh, even just in the hotel where I'm staying at down here in Miami, I got a, they did my room yesterday and they wrote good luck on a piece of paper from the housekeeping, you know. Oh. So just those little messages are great. I got some beautiful messages today on people. This is one of the reasons I do it is I got some beautiful messages people sent telling people I inspired them telling people I, you know, in the morning they see how hard I've worked to get back into it after my age and that they've joined the gym or, you know, their, their young kid wants a, a birthday uh, a message from me for their 14th birthday. And just touching people in a positive way really means a lot to me because I never really had that growing up. So it's nice to be a part of positive energy for others. Last couple of questions with Joe Fournier. Yeah, uh, what fighters do do you follow? You mentioned Josh Taylor. Uh, you said is a, is a acquaintance, if not a friend friend of yours. Obviously, yeah. you're probably in the same gym. Josh, Carl Frampton, David Hay. Uh, obviously, uh, I don't know Tyson Fury with the same badge. I think he's an incredible, you know, incredible guy. Went through the similar things that I did, where he gained weight and kind of went, fell off the wagon a little bit. Enjoys a beer as well, like I do, you know. And just coming back into it, I, I really inspired me. His story he was one of the catalysts to really get back fighting. Uh, so I appreciate that. Although we've never actually met in person. And then uh, you know, I'm a big, huge fan of Canelo Alvarez, uh, who, who's um, Obviously, a legend. Uh, I believe he's one of the best ever in, in my in my mm-hmm. lifetime. And uh, and you know, people talked about it and him fighting. I said, look, I'll take the fight because what a memory! I fought the best ever, uh, or one of the best ever. Uh, it's gonna hurt. I have a one percent. I said, I have a one percent chance of winning, but I had a one percent chance of getting here when I started as a dishwasher. You know, so uh, we'll take the chance. Let's take the chance. It's just gonna be a bit more painful than washing dishes. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you're, I mean, if if you don't get hurt in that fight, your bank account will be won't be hurt. So yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that'd be interesting. Um, what, 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 real uh, quick, quick uh, last thing: where do we find you on social media? Uh, my Instagram is at Joe Fournier, J O E F O U R N I E R, and I post all of my uh, up and coming fights, a lot of my training stuff, my inspirational things. So it'd be great if you follow me, and uh, hopefully, I'll keep you entertained. Well, we look forward to seeing you fight this Saturday night live on trailerfightcub.com, fight.tv, or your regular pay-per-view providers, wherever you uh, usually get the pay-per-views. Joe Fournier, thank you for a few minutes of your time. We wish you best of luck, and uh, hopefully we'll be seeing a lot of you over the next couple of years. Fingers crossed. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.